and I'm Katie. And I'm Kendra. And And welcome welcome to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends! Yay! So you may have noticed that there's another person here. There's someone else here. They're here. (laughs) This is Kendra, one of our dear, dear friends. And she's going to be joining us as a third wheel today. Thank you, Kendra. Third wheel is always the most important, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're the big wheel in the front today. That's what makes yeah. the tricycle go. Makes the tricycle go. Well, should we start off with some of the feedback we got? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's hop right in. I'll start with, I got one feedback. It was not related to the podcast at all. <laughs> I just had someone text me in the morning and say, I had the weirdest dream. And I said, oh, do tell. And they said... I had a dream there was a naked woman running around. No one thought this was strange. And then she started puffing air out of her breasts. Uh, Like, out of the nipple. Just puffs of air. Was she puffing it at people? I don't know if she was puffing it at people, but apparently she was doing that act of, like, squeezing and puffing air out. Is she an airbender? (laughs) I didn't ask. Air boober. (laughs) So there's some good feedback for this show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, listener, for for telling us that, for sharing that image with us. All right, do you have any feedback? Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of feedback. Good. (laughs) Um, So I'm still not doing great at remembering my own dreams. Mm -hmm. I am doing amazingly well. Yeah. Should we, do you want to talk our dreams real quick and then I, more feedback or? I don't want to go through all my dreams. So last night I managed to remember uh, four completely separate dreams. Bananas. All like, I even know the order in which they happen. And so I guess this is a testament to how many times I wake up in the middle of the night because uh-huh. I can remember all four of them. And I know they happened at different times and they weren't connected at all, or at least I don't think they were. I don't want to go into each one, but they were all very different. Yes. Some were more fantastical than others, but I guess overall, vaguely mundane. So, yeah, Katie is the superstar at dream remembering. (laughs) I am not. I remembered, I think, one dream from the last week was um, was dating this boy, (laughs) and things were getting kind of serious, and he was like, hey, you should meet my mother. (laughs) I was like... Okay, I'll meet your mother. And we kept trying to set it up and things kept happening. And I remember we were just texting back and forth for what felt like forever. And I was just like, oh, yeah, we can do this. And then like a few minutes later, oh, actually, no, because this thing. Oh, well, maybe like and just on and on. I was like, I I didn't even want to meet her that bad. But okay. (laughs) And so that was the one dream I remembered. Because it was just so stressful and relevant. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) My dreams. I have been on vacation for the past two weeks, and it's been great. And the number of stress dreams <laughs> have gone down significantly. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to not have to dream about fiery plane crashes. Oh, yeah. I work on a plane. <laughs> yeah, she, she said, I have stress dreams about flying. And we were like, but usually when you fly in your dreams, it's so cool. Yeah, flying is magical. Not when you're in a death tube. <laughs> In, no. in the air. And with Karens. With Karens. Oh, so God. many Karens. Mass Karens. Yeah. They haunt me. <laughs> How your dreams often do you have stress dreams? I mean, last month I was working so much. Like, I barely had any days off. So it was like twice a week I'd have a stress dream, either about a fiery plane crash or just trying to tell 50 passengers to just put on your mask, please. Aww. <sighs> that sounds sad. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. The fact that it happens in real life or the fact that you then have to dream about it? <laughs> no. Um, enforcing masks or dying in a fiery plane crash at this uh, point. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Isn't that, like, 2020 right now? Yeah. Yeah. What would be worse? That says it all. (laughs) What? Did you have something from aunts and uncles and relatives? Oh, yeah, I have plenty. Um, Let's see. I got to speak with my lovely cousin, Valerie, and ask about her dreams. Uh, I asked, first, does she remember her dreams? And she said sometimes, but mostly just little bits and pieces. She usually doesn't remember the whole thing, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. Like, if I can remember a piece of a dream, usually I can yeah. get like, oh, yeah, and then that happened, and that's why that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she just has, like, generally snapshots 
Um, she often remembers, you know, the more stressful dreams. Uh, one weird recurring stress dream she has is like uh, being in the immediate aftermath of a nuclear war ah. and like ah. running around trying to find people and survive, which is weird. Like if you know Valerie, I don't like she doesn't consume <laughs> anything like that. Really? I don't I don't know. Hmm. Strange. Um, oh, yeah. And an interesting thing she brought up. So she is a therapist and she when she was working at this uh, facility a while back, she in the first few months was having a lot of very stressful dreams. And there's actually something called vicarious trauma. Hmm that counselors experience or yeah yeah like i guess if you're not just counselors but if you're around people that are experiencing trauma or you're you know taking that in from them then yeah it gets in your dreams so yeah that was from valerie and i got a feedback from a couple other folks as well i have one friend who all the dreams that he remembers are just about work and he says it sucks because you just work all day and then go to sleep and dream about working again. That's the worst. I hated that. Yeah. I've had a few work dreams, but then it usually turns into like a stress dream. I guess I haven't had work dreams about the new job. Yeah. I haven't had dreams about my new job. If it's not stressful, I guess it doesn't really... No. Yeah. Because I had stress dreams working at the school, but Mm -hmm. not... Oh, Mm -mm. God. Those school stress dreams. (sighs) Because then you're you're a teacher, you're a student, you're this, you're that, and Mm -hmm. just all night long. See, um, another friend reported that. So he has a, a problem with raccoons. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there was once a raccoon that was living in the vents of his house or apartment, and he found that out, and it took a while to get it taken out. And so that, I guess, seeped into his dream world. <laughs> he had a dream where he was. So we were talking about sleep paralysis and also like dreaming of like where you are. Mm-hmm. So if you like dream of your bedroom, you don't know if you're awake or not. And so he was lying in bed, looking up at like a ceiling vent and he saw its little eyes <laughs> and little claws come up to the vent and it and he couldn't move, which is why it made me think of sleep paralysis, but I don't know if this counts, but it like pushed the vent off <laughs> and jumped down and started attacking him and clawing at his chest. <laughs> And Reverse was, alien style? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And which sounds terrifying. And he finally was able to like, he said he like burst awake and like threw the blanket off of himself and like realized it wasn't real. But I was like, I wonder if that counts as a sleep paralysis dream because it sounds like the intruder version mm-hmm. of that and like something coming in and attacking you. It it's hard to say like if it... he was actually awake or not. Yeah. No. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Well, sorry about that. Fun story. I'm just going to throw it in here. Um, Last year at the school, a raccoon fell into one of the classrooms, one of the computer labs, (laughs) and tried to claw its way out. It tore up, like... There was no one in the room when this happened. Yeah, there was no one in the room. This happened at night or something, but he clawed up all the carpet off from under the door trying to get out. And I think somebody said... He eventually ended up in the trash can and died, or I don't know. Kids, I don't know. Kids start rumors. They Everybody do. was saying different things, but yeah, there was a raccoon in the computer lab, <laughs> and it took him forever to like replace all the carpet. Jesus. Oh. Continue. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Well, so uh, something fun about dream logic. Well, the same friend, he said one dream he remembers so clearly because it was very vivid, and he said he had it years ago, but this dream that he was being chased by these men who looked like maybe they were uh, nurses or something from a hospital, but wearing, like, white uniforms with a red cross, and they were chasing the after him. people. Yeah. The sweet- I thought the red cross. Oh. <laughs> But maybe. I didn't ask him if they were Swedish. Um, But they were shooting at him with, like, force field stun guns. Yeah. But then he, to get away from them, he climbed up a skyscraper and started jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper, which he said was cool. And But as soon as he realized that it didn't make sense that he was doing it, he jumped off the next one and fell and Mm -hmm. hit the ground and woke up. Yeah. As soon as you think about, like, "Uh uh-oh, I hope this doesn't happen, then it happens. 
Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I feel like I can be aware of a dream and still dreaming. But I guess if you're that deep into a fantasy, that'll snap you out of it probably. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that is most of my feedback. But I want to save a couple things for later. later. Okay. Well, we'll save that for later. Now, we had planned last time to go into dream interpretation and we kind of skipped over it. So we're going to do that this episode, but we're also going to talk a little bit about like dreams throughout history and where like dreams play a role in society and different cultures and things like that. Mm -hmm. So which are we doing first? Um, let's do the interpretations. Okay. Let's. So we have like, a million different themes that we wrote down for dreams, but we tried to narrow it down to things that seemed most relevant and to occur most often. Yeah, what was what we were hearing mm-hmm. in our feedback from people most often? Um, let's see. So, flying dreams. Yeah. Does that mean not in a plane? Flying not dreams? in a plane. Yeah. Also, this book separates flying dreams and pleasant flying dreams, which is how we found out about poor Kendra's <laughs> unpleasant <laughs> flying dreams. But yeah, just uh, having a general air of confidence feeling like you can move forward in your career or your personal life. I guess having that freedom of movement. <laughs> It can be symbolic of that. Or, you know, if it's more of a stressful flying dream, I think that's more feeling like out of control. Yeah. Things happening around you. Did you feel out of control when the Karens come at you? I feel out of control when the Karens come at me. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) I mean, you can't make everyone happy, so everyone's unhappy. (laughs) People just shouldn't be so unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. You're flying what? on a plane. You should be happy. Why can't the Karens of the world, Karens, if you're out there listening. They aren't. <laughs> realize that the Kendras of the world don't have anything to do with what you're mad about and just let, let people do their yeah, jobs. Yeah, that's what I always want to tell people. It's like, let people do their jobs. Yeah. Like, I don't know, when our unnamed relatives yell at customer service reps over the phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what does that accomplish? Well, if you're my mother, it will eventually get you off the hook or get you something free, which is a lot. That's a tactic that a lot of people do actually use is to just ruin someone's day or life in order to get the bill comped, I guess. I guess for some people that's worth it. That's a that's a valid way to live your life is to just torment someone else until they give you what you want. Baby tantrum style. (laughs) Okay. Back on track. Well, okay. Um, another recurring theme we heard was discovering new rooms in a oh, house. I love the new rooms dreams. Mm-hmm. So it says, often the dreamer is aware of, like, they've been in the house before, but they never realized that it had this space and just this wonderful feeling of, like, oh, this is great that we have this now. And so they have the feelings of, Happy surprise and optimism for the future. I would definitely be pleasantly surprised if my studio apartment <laughs> suddenly became not a studio apartment. Yeah, if you were it like, had a room. oh, look, there's a bedroom off of here. Oh, I can hide from my boyfriend when he's being annoying. <laughs> nope, not today. He's Maybe not a in listener. my dreams. In your dreams. <clears throat> Let's see, if there was a secret room in your apartment, it would be in... The closet. closet. (laughs) Always a closet. Or the oven. Cupboard, just go through the cupboard. Ooh, that was one of the things in um, Meow Wolf, the interactive art museum. The one I couldn't go to because it was closed because of the Rona. Yeah, the Rona. I went pre Rona, and there's actually like a doorway you go in through and you come out the oven. (laughs) That's fun. So there's, there's a lot of that if you have a chance to go to Meow Wolf someday. Someday. Yeah. Someday when things are right again. Kendra's actually the one that told me to go to Meow Wolf Mm -hmm. when I said I'd be in New Mexico. Yep. Yeah. I keep on trying to go whenever I'm in New Mexico, but it never works out. Well, now you got to go to White Sands. People, if you're listening, White (laughs) Sands. It's a desert, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Go to White Sands and take all your white sandy pictures. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I did. 
Let's see. Shall we move on to dream culture thing? I have oh. one more theme. One more theme. About finding treasure in a oh, dream. God. I love finding treasure. So I feel like much. that's very inherent to me because it's also the arcade games and the claw machines are wrapped Same. up yeah <laughs> wrapped up in that i feel like it's also shopping though and being like look what i found and it's practically free or like yeah <laughs> my shopping dreams are always like at a goodwill or an antique shop i dream about goodwill and estate sales and garage sales and you find treasures there yeah so uh the sun money represents real world value and so the dreams, it can represent a psychological or mental energy or nourishment. So finding treasure or being in possession of a lot of money can be a symbol that you have possessions of something very valuable psychologically or mentally. Yeah, the things I find are not valuable. Yeah. They're just things that I want. Like Exciting I think, things. Yeah, they're exciting to me because I'm like, oh, this is so cool, but they are worthless. That's why they're at a garage sale. <laughs> I feel like that's still like treasure to you. Yeah, it's treasure to me. It's things that are like, they're almost always antiques. I'm always, why am I so excited about old things? I'm like, look at this thing that's so old. You know what they say, one person's trash is another Katie's treasure. That is what they say (laughs) with the amount of times I've dug through the trash. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Well, this is brought to you by Wikipedia. I dug down real deep for this. For you, our listeners, <clears throat> dreams, they're, they've been around for, I would assume, almost the entirety of mankind's existence on Earth. Because, I mean, if animals dream, then I would assume early man dreamed all the way up until now. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we always dreamed, we just haven't always been recording it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, through our existence, dreams have represented a source of power, maybe a way to communicate with the dead, um, a way to find a portal to another world or a spirit world, or a way to have like religious encounters, visions and things like that. Like, I guess people talk to God in their dreams or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people say they do. Yeah. Religious people. <laughs> Um, And then it kind of differentiated between the different cultures of the world and how they might interpret dreams differently because they placed different values on dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, It said indigenous peoples. Um, It's more of an interaction or a conversation between them and the world. So it's just like another way of interacting with the world, I guess, because like this world. Yeah, this world. It's a way Mm -hmm. of kind of going between you and the world. Okay. So I guess more, more emphasis on around them and like to earth and nature yeah maybe to earth and nature yeah and not about themselves it's not a reflection Mm -hmm. of them as much western culture uh we like to be like dreams are purposeless they're random and irrelevant they don't (laughs) they have no meaning i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it (laughs) like that's i don't know different sects of people think that there's a lot of psychological things Mm. going on where people were like no dreams represent this dreams represent that your inner child and you're this and you're that yeah Um, but i think traditional western medicine wouldn't put any weight on your dreams yeah not as much are you gonna talk about freud i saw the name freud multiple times but i didn't want to say anything about it i don't want to talk about freud (laughs) yeah let's not Uh, everyone talks about it he's been talked about enough and he he's fine (laughs) yeah So that's like one of the Western culture ways of looking at dreams. The other one is like religious experiences and, you know, really falling into the religious dreams idea. It's really easy to say God told you something in a dream. Mm -hmm. And so apparently that's another big way of seeing it in Western cultures being like, well, these are sent from God. (laughs) I better start doing this or this or this. We got... Eastern cultures, and I was confused reading this one. I'm going to, I guess, give you my interpretation of what it said, and mm-hmm. I could be very wrong. And then like I'll I said, interpret your interpretation. <laughs> and then we'll see if anything we said could be true. Um, it said Eastern civilizations like to focus on achieving a dreamless sleep through various forms of meditation. Oh. Hmm. At least that's, they kept saying like the dreamless sleeper 
or having a dreamless sleep. Like me? Like it was a goal, I think. Maybe because you're more well-rested when you're not waking up during your REM cycle. Yeah, that's kind of how I thought about it because I mean, there's probably more to it than that, but... If you're at peace and you're sleeping all the way through your cycles, you won't remember your dreams as much. But what about good dreams? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's all it had to say. It was a fairly short paragraph. And then it talked a little bit about Islam and um, different dreams help people come into contact with martyrs of the past hmm. and can also help them, I guess, make decisions about the future, like showing premonitions of the future mm-hmm. so that they can make decisions. Is that like a knowledge from your ancestors? That's thing? kind of what the vibes I was getting, yeah. Cool. And cool. then just that like all across different societies. I guess maybe not every society does this as much as others, but it's socially embedded that we tell our stories mm-hmm. and dreams are just like the most random, interesting, yeah. sometimes very personal stories that we can tell each other. Yeah. And without having to be creative on the spot, you're like, my brain did it for me while I was asleep. Hear, hear this crazy story. Right. So yeah. Oh, dreams. Dreams are important to peoples. They are. Some value it more than others. Some place like really high regard on dreams and other people could just care less. Mm-hmm. I know. I hear people talk about like um, they don't want to hear people's dreams like they think it's boring because it's not relevant to real life. And I'm like, I Ooh, love it. I've never heard that before. Karen and Georgia and my favorite murder. Oh. They're like, tell any story. Don't tell us your dreams. That's boring. <laughs> I was like, I love hearing dreams, but no, they want a whole thing about it. They don't want to hear because it's just irrelevant and weird. But I mean, you but can it, say that about any story. Yeah. As long as it's told well. <laughs> yeah. Some any dreams. story is irrelevant and weird if it's not about you. <laughs> yeah. No? Yes? Yeah. I think maybe similar to like talking to someone about people they don't know, like, but still, dreams are interesting. Mm-hmm. And Come you up with some crazy stuff. Yeah. And it's interesting to place more or less weight on them or be like, well, what do you think that means? And why do you think that happens? And it's always, I don't know, I guess we kind of think it's a reflection of the person. Like, oh, they're dreaming this and that. They must be worried about yeah. whatever. Or they really want that. Yeah. I always think, like, I must want that thing. Like, I had a dream about those wicker picnic basket purses. <laughs> And finding them, and yeah. so I guess I really want one of those. I mean, I've seen you eyeball them before. I, I, I guess I have been, and now I know that Dream Me wants me to have it. Well. Not enough, though, because I didn't actually buy it in my dream. It was too small. <laughs> Even in sleep, Katie is the self-restraint, self-deprivation queen. <laughs> <laughs> it was too small. It wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> you could have gotten six more. I guess. If only Dreamy would have imagined a bigger one that I wanted. (laughs) You're not using your lucid dreams to their full power. No, I didn't have any lucid dreams last night. Ooh, let's talk about Kendra. Do you lucid dream? I lucid dream a lot. A lot, a lot. Uh, A fair bit, yeah. And remember that lucid dreams are having control over the outcome of your dreams, not just being aware that you're dreaming. Yeah, I have certain indicators that I check for when I'm in a dream, and it sounds so scientific now that I say it out loud, but yeah, if something doesn't feel right, like there are a few ways that I can test it, but usually I test it by running really fast. I'm not fast. (laughs) I'm not a good runner. I can't jump high. I'm not an athlete. But if I can run and jump these incredible distances, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm dreaming. Okay, boogeyman who's chasing me, you're about to get turned around because I'm going to chase you now. <laughs> and it's taking back the power in my dreams when nice. I lose a dream. Yeah. See, I tried that. I, I felt something was wrong. As I was sitting on the toilet, so I slapped myself on the face, and I thought, nope, I'm awake, and I started peeing in my dream, but luckily I didn't pee in real life, but I tested it. Wasn't it wasn't real. It wasn't real. I tested it out. If you doubt- <laughs> I failed the test. If you have any doubt that you're awake, it's a dream. Yeah. Then yeah. Not awake. 
So I'm glad that works for you because I guess it doesn't work for me. So Kendra, are your lucid dreams, are they always like you're changing and controlling the elements of the dream you're already in or can you just like make something happen? Um, both. Um, so sometimes I have more or less control. Uh, when I have full control, I'm like, yes, this is my dream. I can do this. I'm going to manifest something really nice. A special treat for Kendra that uh, these viewers, listeners, uh, may not get to hear right now. Um, We're not on that level yet. But I manifest things in my dreams that I'd like in real life. As we all do. And also I comply. Yeah. Uh, As lucid dreamers. Now, do you think you and I are more inclined to be able to lucid dream because we're more, like, visually creative? I mean, my dreams are incredibly, like, vivid. Yeah. I would say mine are, too. They're not just calling me out. They both went to the School of Visual Arts. Arts and Design. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Well, we're, like, art art people. Yeah. So that's... Just for context. Yeah, just just so we're not poo-pooing on Becca. Just because we have, like years of visual yeah. art design background. And so I'm wondering if maybe that makes it easier for us to, I don't know. I don't know. Cause it's not just things you can create. It's being able to make, make them happen. Yeah. I don't know. I feel Will. like I can visualize things, but like when I, the one time I powerfully lucidly dreamt, I was like, yes, this. And it like, it's not hard to like make a thing, but is it the awareness? I think it's the awareness and maybe, sorry, the feeling of control. I don't know. I am super aware. I feel like I'm one of the most aware people I know of. <laughs> I think you're just not a relaxed sleeper and I'm just like, I'm not in charge of this time of my day. Whatever is happening is going to happen and I probably won't remember it anyway. <laughs> what about you, Kendra? Do you feel... I constantly feel the need to take charge. Maybe it's because my dreams are a bit more violent. I have it's some out of necessity. Dreams. Like mm. I have a yeah. ton of nightmares. So is that how you started lucid dreaming? Like realizing you could chase the monsters? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I like. Like that. one of my biggest pushes for when I'm lucid dreaming is when I am being chased. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I've fallen and I can't get down and then I've got to, you know, put myself in the right mindset and Mm -hmm. then I'm like, this is a dream. I'm lucid dreaming. And then after you start doing that, you can start doing it in different dreams where Mm -hmm. you're not getting chased so you don't have to have that bad experience. Yeah, I feel like mine was similar because I think with all the nightmares I had, I was like, I got to... I gotta stop. And so I guess having the control to stop a nightmare... Yeah. I still can't lock doors in my dreams, but... I don't know. I guess I do other stuff to compensate for that <laughs> so that it's not as scary or it's not scary or so that I can change what's happening in some way. Yeah. I agree because I also had real bad nightmares and especially with the recurring ones, you know what's going to happen. So got to find a way to stop. Yeah. It, I guess it's a coping me- mechanism. mechanism. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one, though. That's got to be like good for your awaking confidence too I would think if you can start like controlling the bad stuff in your dreams yeah I suppose I'm a fairly confident person is it because of my dreams who's to say I mean at least in part maybe so for this next part I was thinking I would like to talk some about possibly psychic dreams or how some dreams can predict the future, maybe, which we sort of touched on last week uh, with my aunt's dream. But yeah, so this really is not research, but more a fun family story. So my dad's parents grew up, um, you know, during the depression and they were, you know, just worked really, really hard. My grandfather ended up opening a machinery company and selling big machines that did like scrap metal stuff and ended up having a somewhat successful business. And anywho, so after he had been in business for, I don't know, 10 or so years and was making these big sales from time to time, 
my grandmother started having these dreams. She would have a dream about eggs, like a nest (laughs) full of eggs. And sometimes it would be like a few little eggs or like one big egg, but they noticed a pattern. She would dream about eggs. And then in the next day or so, my granddad would sell a machine. Apparently it was so specific (laughs) that like she would dream about, you know, five small eggs and they would have like five, you know, normal sales that day. And then she'd dream about one or two giant eggs and they'd have, you know, a couple really big sales. But um, then she ended up having a dream that there was this, uh, a nest with eggs in it, just some regular ones, and then one really big one. And a snake was there and it was threatening the whole nest of eggs. And so she woke up and then... Turns out uh, within like the next week or so, this guy came to my grandfather and requested him to build like this custom machine. Uh, My grandfather, you know, looked at and I think he said like he built it and then decided it wasn't going to work right. It wasn't going to be safe and refused to sell it to the guy. And the guy like threatened to sue the whole company (laughs) because my grandfather wouldn't sell him a faulty machine. (laughs) But yeah, so apparently he was the snake threatening the eggs or something. (laughs) Ooh. Specific. Yeah. So I don't know. That was just like one of my favorite old family stories growing up. But yeah, apparently they, my grandparents, who I never knew, they died way before I was born. But they were very close and would have like a somewhat psychic connection (laughs) just in their day to day life. So I guess it makes sense that my grandmother would have those dreams, maybe. Oh, I with the amount of dreams I must have every night, Mm. waking up and going back to sleep, you must be in my dreams at least once every night. Uh, I don't think I I think you have to be in every single dream. (laughs) I'm surprised when you tell me about a dream and I'm not in it. Yeah. You were in, Well, where was I? You were in one or two of the dreams last night, I know. <laughs> what if I'm not having my own dreams because I always have to be in yours? Oh, yeah, <laughs> making appearances in mine. Mm-hmm. I had a dream about Kendra the other day, and I meant to text her about it. What happened? I don't know. It's gone oh. now. But I think I remember dreaming about you, and we did something. Oh, well. <laughs> Y'all make frequent appearances in my dreams, by Me the way. Too. They're what all we good. They yeah, are. we're not murdering you. We're no, not Karens. You're, <laughs> you're neither of those things. Do we feed you moldy food? I did that no. once. <laughs> you feed someone one slightly moldy chicken quesadilla without realizing it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kendra. You deserve better. <laughs> Glad we don't do that to you in your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm usually, like, hosting you at my place when you're at my dreams. Aw. Well, we need to come over to your place more often. It's a prophetic yeah. dream. Time to go over there. Yeah. Make yeah. Come on over. You can sleep in my living room mattress. <laughs> yes. yes. It's a nest. It's, yeah. Your listeners are getting a big earful of what my apartment life is it's very small it's got a mattress as a floor it's cute sounds good to me i have a regular bed with a bed frame but i have separate mattress for cuddle parties (laughs) yay this is the uh cuddle mattress in front of the tv Mm -hmm. enjoy i mean who are we to talk yeah we go full nest yeah yeah so you know that's called but you always have a floor Mm -hmm. is yeah. We have yeah, we have other floor besides the nest, but that's fine. We have more than enough floor in this apartment. I don't think I don't think we need this much floor. No, we need more wall. Yeah, we're all out of wall. <laughs> we're all out of wall. We're good on floor. I used to make fun of my mom for lining up every single wall with <laughs> tables and knickknacks. Now look at look at where we are. We're like a goldfish and we grow to fill the space that we're in. I guess. Now did you have anything else besides those stories about psychic dreams? Did we talk sleep paralysis? No, we on didn't. the air. We talked about it last time, but apparently Kendra has something to add to our sleep paralysis stories. I mean, it's just more sleep paralysis stories. I don't think that they're particularly special. I Do mean, you see the shadow man? Does he come to you in the night? Does he uh, talk to you? Does he touch you? You know. <laughs> so 
I guess this is has been worse when I sleep in a bed alone, which doesn't happen very often anymore. But yeah, oh. back when I was living with my mom, I had a dream that, well, I mean, it starts like every sleep paralysis dream. <laughs> you know, you're in bed, you can't see. And my room there was completely dark, no windows, anything like that. So you can't tell if your eyes are open or not, which mm-hmm. is weird. Mm-hmm. So I have this you know, feeling like footsteps, something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, is my mom coming up to my room? Why did, would she do that? She never does that. <laughs> I live upstairs. So why would she want to climb up all those stairs? Because, you know, <laughs> she's not that young. <laughs> you can't be walking upstairs for nothing. Just text me if you need me. Yeah. So out of character for her. Very to come in the out middle of, of the character. night. <laughs> Uh, no, I I could tell for some reason that it was morning time. I don't know why, hmm. but I could tell. You knew um, it was day. Yeah. I mean, still morning-ish, but the sun was up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and so I can feel something on my bed. I like, hit, yeah, you feel it. You feel the yeah, bed like sink the weight down. of someone sitting next to yeah. you. I'm like, no, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not part of the Tanner's family, you know, full house. We don't do that. <laughs> That's not our relationship. Don't come this is obviously a demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can't move. I'm just going to have to wait for this demon because this is not a lucid dream. I cannot turn the tables. I'm just going to have to wait and see what this demon decides to do. And they just decide to, you know, hover over me oh, and breathe. Yeah. yeah, they breathe in your ear. Do they say your name? Do they uh, say anything? No, no, no conversation. It said my name and it laughed. It didn't touch you? <laughs> yeah, it, it touched me. It was like hovering over me and may have, uh. you know, lightly caressed. <laughs> which is how I woke up one time in a hostel in Costa Rica. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Always have a buddy if you're sleeping in a hostel. Always. Because it could be a demon, or it could be a guy uh, uh, in a hostel. Yeah. That's a whole new chapter. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as it sounds. So did the demon do anything to you after his hover caress? No, I eventually like it took a long time to like fight yeah. it and start you know you start off small you know make you wiggle, move wiggle your, big your big toe big <laughs> toe and then all of a sudden you're like Ugh. i don't appreciate the the ghost demon man the dark shadow man no no he's real upsetting when this was happening kendra so has this happened a few times that you've seen him or yeah yeah. The first time, did you know what it was? Uh, I mean, it's always been like a ghostly, not, I don't believe in ghosts, mm-hmm. but demons, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But did you know about like sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis demon? Yeah, I, I've heard of, he's uh. in the collective unconsciousness, I'm sure. Yeah. Because I just know, like, some people, when it happens, they're like, oh, God, there was a literal monster in my room. But when it happened to me, I was like, it's that fucking sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, guys, this group here, these two are the ones that triggered my singular sleep paralysis episode. And you didn't have one last time we talked about it for last episode. Knock on wood. It's not happening again. Yeah. I don't know. Now we have both told a story about it, so it might happen again. Yeah. Be prepared. I don't know. I feel I'll be extra prepared. So, another story about sleep paralysis demon, but not really, because demons don't exist and we're all happy and nothing bad ever happens. Um, Sleeping in a hotel with my boyfriend. I can hear something in the middle of the night. I'm like groggy, half asleep, but it sounds like someone is in our room, you know, mm-hmm. knocking on the door and stuff. And I like immediately up, <gasps> what's happening? Like I literally scream and I never wake up screaming. 
Uh, but that happened, and I was like, oh, that must be Jonathan. <laughs> like, going to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> Go back down to sleep. Oh, no, it's not. And I scream again. Right. <laughs> 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 wait, wait. So were you awake screaming both times? Yeah. Or you, like, scream yourself awake? Yeah. It, or well, did you... I mean, it wasn't like a blood curling yeah, you were like, scream ah! it was like ah! yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think I've done that yeah so then you went back to sleep and then as soon as it <laughs> well I didn't go to sleep necessarily. You laid down? I just laid down and I was like there's a person and I was like that's, <laughs> oh. that's the person I thought was in the bathroom that uh, was in the bathroom okay oh, demon I guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like that time I put my but arm you... over my face and it fell asleep and, and I thought it was someone else's arm so I threw it off me violently. <laughs> <laughs> but did you make him look for a for an intruder? No. Did he wake up because you screamed? Yes. Okay. I was like, what's wrong? What's there? What's there? And I'm and like, like ah, bathroom. <laughs> uh, you're here. Who's in the bathroom? There's a monster outside my window. Can I have a drink of water? <laughs> but sometimes there's somebody in the bathroom, and we need to remember that. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, a no. reason these sleep paralysis intruder dreams are so scary, because it's like your intrinsic thing to, like, if you hear a scuffle in the night, you're supposed to be like, oh, shit, someone's getting in here. Like, <laughs> they're in. Yeah. So Well, it was a very small hotel room, way smaller than my uh, studio apartment. It was an efficiency. So if he was hiding, he couldn't hide for long. Mm. <laughs> oh, that one's a little funny. Sorry to laugh at your fear. No, no, no. I, I, I told it to be funny. I didn't exaggerate anything. That's exactly what happened. But I think it's a kind of funny story. Like. I can't remember the last time I screamed, but I know, I don't know. I feel like whenever you're falling asleep and you have that jerk where you wake yeah. up and, mm -hmm. but that's not a scream. That's a, <gasps> I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah. It's like a breathing. Yeah. You're more of a inhale and less of an exhale scream. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> that's how it happens. You heard it here, folks. That There's noise. a lot of twitching happening right now. That noise whenever you fall as you're falling asleep. Yeah. Is that why they call it falling oh. asleep? Maybe. Maybe. Let us know, listeners, if you know. <laughs> Does anyone actually count sheep? No. I tried when I was a kid. It didn't do it for me. I just fantasized myself to sleep of like, yeah. just made up stories yeah. and just like. And then they turn into your dreams. And then they turn into your dreams. Yeah. And that's how I had to do it for most of my life. I always did that or I would just pretend I was asleep. <laughs> you pretend you're asleep until it's true. <laughs> huh. I think that's more of what I do now. Yeah. Not as a child. I still do the fantasy thing to get myself to sleep every I night. I fall asleep Sometimes. before I have time to fantasize about anything. Yeah. I fall Same. asleep. We're so just so tired. We're just so tired now. Ever since college, I just go to sleep so fast. It's not seven o'clock yet as we're recording this, and it's going to be dark soon. Mm -hmm. So, just so tired. <laughs> uh, have we done it? Have we covered everything about... No, we've not covered everything about dreams. Everything we're going to cover about <laughs> dreams? Um... Visits from the deceased. Oh, yeah. Let's get into that one. Yeah, sometimes people will come and visit. Um, Valerie told me about uh, Taylor. My sister came and visited her. And that was just a good, like, conversation between them and really, like, cool. And I've also, I've had a dream where... I was with my mom somewhere and like I've had dreams or my mom's in the dream, but it's different. I've had a dream where I just like met her by a lake one time and we didn't even really talk much or anything, but I could just like feel her presence so clearly and it was just like, it was a really nice comforting thing. So like do people maybe come visit you from beyond the, the veil? I kept waiting to have a dream about your mom and I think I did have one once yeah that I can remember but I always remember being like I wonder if I'll ever like talk to your mom in my dreams and be like yeah 
I'm thinking of Spice specifically and be like, that looks like Katie, huh? <laughs> and just bring that up with her in my sleep. <laughs> oh, here I am thinking you'd be like, yeah, Becca's doing well. And like, you just want to bring up Splice again. <laughs> I mean, of course I'd want to talk We'd about get, it. You'd get around to I'd it. I'd get around to it, but be like, well, why'd you say that? About me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama. Oh, mama. But yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I had at least one dream. I, but I would have told you about it. Do you remember yeah. me telling you a dream where me Maybe. And you tell me a lot of dreams. <laughs> I do tell you a lot of dreams. And I don't know. Like, if you had a dream, I don't think you told me, like, I had a dream and your mother was there. But, like, your mom was in my dream. You know? Oh. It's different. Yeah. it's No, I think I kept waiting for that. Your mom yeah. visited me in a dream, dream. Yeah. Versus, like, yeah, she was there and this thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had plenty of those. But, nah. My grandmother has been in a lot of my dreams, but I think yeah. it is more. Yeah, mine's always I'm a, I'm a little kid again, and I'm like in her shop where she yeah. used to work, or in the house or something. That's usually what it is. I think I did have one dream though where I was an adult and talking to her. Yeah, and I had just completely forgotten that huh. she was no longer with us, and I was just talking to her. Yeah. That's nice, because, yeah. like, your adult self never got to talk to her. I mean, I was fairly adult. I was in college. I thought you were in high school. No? I think it was freshman year of college. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, still. Still. That's cool. And, like, if it's a thing that can happen, it's nice. And even if it's not actually happening, I think you get, like, the same, you know comfort or mm -hmm. closure or something from it yeah so yeah oh you know i just remembered um so my sister died when i was 10 and i did have a dream not long after that like i was maybe 11 or so but she came to me in a dream and i remember her telling me like i have she was saying you have to be good because I wasn't the good kid and you have to be good for mom and dad. And I don't think she would have said that. I think that was my little kid consciousness being like, no, you have to be good. <laughs> Cause I yeah. did like, I don't know, not that I was ever like super perfectionist or anything, but I always tried to be a really good kid. And like, cause I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't because my sister, you know, struggled so much, but I think that was maybe part of it. It was just like wanting to ease whatever, yeah, ease things for my parents and yeah. So I don't know if I would count that as a visit, but it did feel the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, she was so young. Yeah. So that very well could have been something she could have said. Maybe. Yeah. You're right. She didn't have that hindsight went to college <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah mm. could be perhaps i would take great comfort in knowing if whoever dies first would comes visit me oh you're sleep. not just gonna say becca you have to come visit becca, me come visit me and i will <laughs> and you will but and we'll have great talks yeah. i feel like if that were to happen, I feel like it would be a, a regularly occurring thing. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be mad if, like, you died and then you only visited me once. I'm going to need you to visit <laughs> as often as possible. Right. <laughs> Same with you, Kendra. You can live rent-free in my dreams any day. Yay. Aww. We can go run, gallop, fly, <laughs> not Leap. in an airplane. Yeah. Yes. Have pleasant flying dreams. Pleasant flying dreams too. And we'll find those perfect treasures. <gasps> yeah. Let's go antiquing in our dreams. Maybe yeah. save a kitten. Who knows? Oh, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I guess if I'm dead, it won't matter <laughs> if I'm crying or not. <laughs> well, point is, we are agreeing here. We have to haunt each other's dreams. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah. Hell, you can haunt my apartment if you'd like. <laughs> Please don't die in there, though. Yeah. <laughs> There's oh my nowhere gosh. to escape. <laughs> we'll try not to. I just randomly worry about that, like if someone dies in our home. <laughs> we'd have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to deal with it. I just, it's not something I would well, ever want to do. Well, are you going to murder someone no. in your home? No. I mean, as long if as I'm going to murder someone, 
what I'm going to do it outside of the home. Yeah, yeah. you don't taint your home with no. the murder. No. Yeah. You don't make your home the crime scene. No. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But also, yeah, no, I'm just worried someone would, like, be over here hanging out and, like, have a heart attack or something. And just... then they'd really be in your dreams. Yeah. But, like, oh. Well, I feel like they're a lot less thought. likely to haunt if it was just, like, a simple heart attack or something like that. Maybe. But I think most ghosts are, like, vengeful, like, oh, you murdered me. Now I'm going to make everybody else deal with it. But what if they were just in your dreams all the time because they're in your space? And it was, like, your last memory of them was in your space. And so in all your dreams of your house, they're just there. So only then, invite over people that you like. <laughs> you're going to need some therapy, and you can reach out to a sure <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, get therapy if you're like struggling with recurring nightmares. I think that's a that's not something you should have to live with. No. Okay. Okay. Dreams can be good. Dreams can be bad. Dreams can be forgotten. Dreams can be remembered. They can be non-existent or unremembered, which is non-existent. <laughs> Dreams can be whatever you want them to be, as long as you're a lucid dreamer. <laughs> or they can yeah. be the worst thing ever that you can't control if you're not a strong dreamer. <laughs> yeah. And if you get sleep paralysis, the demons are going to visit you, and you're just going to have to deal with Eventually, it. Eventually, the demons leave. So, you'll, you'll yeah. almost always wake up, except for that one time. <laughs> and then, you know, it's not your problem anymore. Yeah. So. Then you can haunt some other people. Yeah. You can be the sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> <laughs> How fun! Dress for the job you want. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this season yeah. of generally specific topics between friends because we are wrapping it up. Yeah, we're gonna go on a break and we're gonna come back. You know, in an indeterminate amount of time. At some point. You know me. We're going to try to actually plan out. We say that every time. We're going to actually try and plan out. Yeah, plan and structure the season. Because this was just all on the fly. We don't know if you could uh, pick up on that, but this was all just by the seat of our pants. Yes. (laughs) So we're going to try and get a little more organized. But Um, hey, it's been a fun 20 episodes. Yeah. 20 episodes and we do one almost every week so that's a we've been doing it since the start of quarantine yeah this has been a good quarantine hobby and we're gonna keep it going yeah 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 so tune in eventually yeah to generally specific specific topics topics between friends best friends And I'm Katie. And welcome. We're not going to make Kendra say it too. Oh. One more time. No. Peter Pecker had a pack of pickles. (laughs) Yep. He sure did.